be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. This is your host, R.C. Norman. Consider yourself renewed. Yo, 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 welcome, my renewed family, to another week. Listen, we are here once again with you. And listen, we never take it for granted as always. You know, I'm so thankful that we could take the time out to spend time with each other and that you have taken the time out of your busy schedule and tune in to me. Listen, I don't take it for granted whatsoever that we have your ear here in these last days. It truly is. And I'm so grateful and honored to God, you know, for life, health, strength. And I'm grateful unto him for life, health, and strength, even over your life. Yes, listen, I love you. We are brothers and we are sisters in this thing. And listen, we are moving forward. And I believe that God has great things in store for us. You know, um, as always, this is the day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm so thankful and grateful, truly. Um, listen, I thank you all who have taken the time out to tune in and listen. And please also don't never forget, do me a huge, huge, huge favor. Um, reach out, reach out to your family, uh, friends, you know, anyone. Let them know. Let them know about your renewed experience. Yes, let them know. Um, we are here uh, once again to, you know, give God glory and honor and praise. Yes. Um, so let's go into this episode, this episode that I think that will be absolutely vital. I believe it is, it is vital for for um, every believer. And watch this. This is something that um, we all somewhat have struggled with before. Um, I can speak for myself. Um, um, sometimes, you know, we we go through things and that can cause insecurity, that can cause doubt, that can cause low self-esteem or even low confidence, which is actually the same thing. But yes, we have went through these type of things. Um, so today on this um, episode, what I want to do is just encourage someone. Yes, this is what I want to do. I want to encourage and let you know that, listen, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are, that, that Jesus loves you and that he, God has still a plan for your life. Um, I want to, um, bring this, I want to bring this, um, this up because a lot of people don't even know this. They don't even know, but it's, it's the verse, um, Isaiah 53, 53 and two, it states for he shall grow up talking about Jesus for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. No beauty. Who is he referring to? He is referring to Jesus Christ. And Isaiah here, he was he was prophesying, saying that he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, a root out of a dry ground. And he has no form, nor commonness, mean either no majesty. He didn't even come here majestic. He came here born in a manger. Listen, the king of all kings came out of heaven. 
and he came lowly. He was born in a stable with stinking animals. <laughs> yes, he was born there. And watch this. Even when he rode in to Jerusalem, he rode in on a donkey. He was so humble. For the Bible said even the, the king of glory, even the savior, he had the son of man had nowhere to lay his head. This is the Bible said. And the Bible says, look, here in 53, it says, when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. So look what this mean. This mean that he wasn't even attractive. He wasn't even attractive to even desire. It says that there is he has no beauty that we should even desire him, that we should even want him. So this mean that Jesus was, wasn't a, a, a looker. He wasn't a looker. Jesus, he, um, <laughs> Jesus, listen, people would say, well, in that day, probably called Jesus ugly because he wasn't attractive. He wasn't. How many people have called you ugly? How many people picked on you about your height, about your size, uh, about your weight, whatever your appearance is? And this has caused you to be insecure. You know, you may look in the mirror and you might may not be happy with who God created. You may not be happy at the person that you see every day. And sometimes, look, this is why the plastic surgeons, they will forever be paid because so many people are not satisfied with the body that God has given them. They're not satisfied with their temple. And so this is why they constantly try to do something to make their appearance looks better. And it's not always um, health related. Some people, you know, it's not the wrong. Listen, I exercise. Right. So, yes, we want to be in good condition. We want to have a good shape about ourselves. Right. But when you start changing your nose, um, your cheeks, uh, your lips, things like that, that comes. Um, some of that can is insecurity and low self-esteem because you are not pleased with what you see in the mirror. And look, Jesus, if he was unattractive and so, listen, we also even when we go through those things, that should give us confidence that, look, Jesus changed humanity. He was the king of all kings. Jesus, he was. And listen, he had and he created. There's no one in this entire world, nobody who ever walked this earth who was more impactful than Jesus. And Jesus was impactful and Jesus didn't allow his stature, nor did he allow his looks to uh, discredit him or distract him or discourage him from what his mission was. And no matter what we go through, no matter the insecurities, no matter what it is, we can't allow it to knock us off course. We can't allow it. Um, insecurities. This is um, insecurity means uncertainty or anxiety about oneself. A lack of confidence. It also means a state of being open to danger or threat, a lack of protection. This can cause us to be unstable. Well, the Bible says for a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. And how are you double minded? Yes, when you are unstable, you are double minded because one day you feel good about yourself. The next day you don't feel good about yourself. And this here can cause you to be on a roller coaster, emotional roller coaster. And this can have you in a place where you can become depressed. Listen, also, I want you to understand this low self-esteem. Steam can cause, um, well, 
low self-esteem and middle mental issues can be linked together. However, low self-esteem actuality is not a mental problem, but it can come become a mental problem. Why? Because it can lead you into depression and anxiety if it lingers long enough. If you allow this to linger long enough, it can turn into a mental problem, which could derive and could allow depression and anxiety kick in. And you could become depressed because of who you are. And a lot of times low self-esteem comes from us want to have the approval of people. And it's not always uh, want to be approving of ourselves, but it's just approving people because truth of the matter, people don't really care. People don't care like that. <laughs> it's just your flesh. That's what it is. It's our flesh that cares. We are consumed about what people thinks about us more, more than what, you know, Jesus or more than what the Lord thinks about us. And you may tell you what he think about you. OK, we're going to I want to go to this verse. I want to go to this verse. And this right here pretty sums up what the Lord thinks about us. Um. It's uh, in Psalms, Psalms 139, Psalms 139. And I want to read from start at verse 13. It says, for you form my inner, my, my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. He said, I will give thanks and praise to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's the verse right there that I want to pin on. But I'm going to come back to it. It says, wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and skillfully formed with many colors in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written the days that were appointed for me, when as yet there was not one of them even taking shape. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is some of some of them? If I could count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Wow. Look at how much God cares for you. He cares so much about you. Look, he said, if I could count them, he said they will outnumber the sand. This is how precious his thoughts are to you. His thoughts concerning you are so precious that they outnumber even the sand. You can't listen. Have you ever been to the beach? Have you ever walked along the beach? If you just pick up sand and put it in your hand, you can't even begin to count the particles of sand that's laying in your hand. So imagine how much sand that's laying on the beach. You would not ever be able to count the particles of sand that's on the beach. Well, look at this. God's thought concerning you are much more precious. Are They far outnumber the particles of sand that's laying on the beach. Hallelujah. And 14, he said, I will give thanks and praise to you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God says, when I thought about you, he said, I had great thoughts concerning your life. He said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's nothing that I've created that wasn't fearful or wonderful. Look, Jesus, when he creates something, he created beautiful. He, he does. Even the devil. Look, the devil, he was the minister of worship in heaven. And the Bible calls him beautiful. Lucifer was beautiful. He was a fallen angel, but he was so beautiful. Jesus created him, and yet he's the devil. God created him beautiful. Wow. So no matter what you are, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you may struggle through, 
Listen, God still counts you fearfully and wonderfully made. He still thought great thoughts concerning your life. Look, he said in Jeremiah 29, live for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, but to give you an expected end. God has great expectations for your life. Listen, what low self-esteem means. Low self-esteem means when one lacks confidence about who they are. They lack confidence about who they are and what they can do. This is what low self-esteem, they lack confidence. People who struggle with low self-esteem are consistently afraid about making mistakes or, or they are concerned about letting people down. So we have to get to a place where we stop looking for the approval of people. That's the issue. That's the problem right there. We look for the approval of people instead of the approval of God. See, when we get to a place of we trying to approve people and then when people don't approve of who we are trying to be, then right there it becomes, you know, we feel like, well, they don't. They don't like me or they not accepting me. And you can become depressed. You can become down on yourself and become hard on yourself. And this is why people go through changes. Um, they get their body done. They get their face done. They go through all these surgeries just because they want to be looked at, just because they want people to be ooh and, and awing about them. They want to be feel needed. They have a sense of need. They want to be desired. And this is why they go through all of these problems. And sometimes it even end up in death. Unfortunately, I know people who have went. Um, well, I read stories of people who have actually went under the knife um, and they have died. They died. Why? Because they were trying to please people. It wasn't so much about themselves. It, if you go to the root of it, the root of it, because they want people to, to accept them. They want people to feel good about who they are. They want to be viewed um, highly. This is what it is, is, is high minded. They, they are walking high minded. They want to be high. They are tired of looking in the mirror and not being accepting of who God created them. And, and a lot of time it it is driven by ambition. Ambition can cause one to lose confidence in oneself when you fail to please the people who you are seeking approval from. You are ambitious. Yes. I mean, we all I mean, there's good ambition. Right. But that also can be deadly ambition. Ambition when we are trying to be someone who we are truly not or trying to be someone who we were even created to be. Hey, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review as well as share with others. Thank you. This could be dangerous because this can pull us into a, a posture of creating a monster, creating something that God didn't want us to be. And this in actuality is flesh. This is why the Bible tells us to walk not after the flesh. He said those that are crucified with Christ have looked, look, have crucified the flesh and the affections thereof. You have to crucify. And a lot of times it's, it's driven by lust. Also, we are lusting after something that we who we are not. And it's perversion. It's perverted. You are trying to change the natural order of who God created you to be. It's perversion all day, all day. Perversion is what is something different than what God created. So if you changing it, then you are 
pretty much saying that, okay, God, I'm not pleased with what you created. And so this is why people go and change their sexes and they get a man, get boobs and a woman uh, cut up boobs off and all of this stuff. This is not of God. It's just not. You're trying to change your identity. And so many go through identity crisis because they are not pleased with the skin that they are in. And if you just give your life to the Holy Ghost, give your life to Christ, I promise you, I promise you, you'll find peace there. You will find joy for the Bible said in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. And the Bible says that if you keep your mind stayed on him, he'll keep you at perfect peace. You won't go through all of these distractions. You won't have anxiety. You won't worry about what people think about you. When you learn how to put your hand in the master hand, when you learn how to be consumed about what God thinks about you, when you stay consumed on the word of God, then you will have perfect peace. Yes, listen, when your mind stay in this posture, then nothing will be able to knock you off course. You won't be concerned about, look, at the end of the day, guess what? We are all made from dirt, right? We all were born from from the dirt of Adam. And so we all came here and guess what? We're going to return back to the dirt. We're going to return back to the earth. But my prayer is that we are raptured up out of here. Hallelujah. That's my prayer that we'll be caught up in the cloud to meet the savior. This is, that's what I'm looking for. But if we have to go by way of the grave, we are going back to the dirt. It's inevitable. So why do we spend so much time spending all this money on flesh? Yes, I'm I'm not saying that you shouldn't take care of yourself. This is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you should um have lead a healthy lifestyle. This is this is not what I'm saying. Don't um take my words and twist it. No. What I'm saying is going above and beneath, like going through all this surgery, doing all this plastic surgery on your face and your boobs, your butt, all of this, you know, why? Why? I mean, are you trying to please people or is this just about you want to satisfy you? I promise you, if you will be consumed about what God created you to be. Look, watch this. I promise you. I promise you this actually happened. I remember being in a service and I remember um, the man of God prayed and he prayed and he prayed for a woman. She was dealing. Um, she was overweight. And so he prayed and he said, God said, you're you're about to see there about to be a miraculous miracle right here in front of us. And watch what happened as began to pray. The presence of God came in the room and right there, God became a plastic surgeon. Hallelujah. And right there, her clothes began to become loose. And I'm talking about start to fall off. She began to lose weight supernaturally. Well, I know you think I'm lying, but if I'm lying, I'm flying. Listen, God is my witness. And she began to lose weight right in front of our eyes. And it was a supernatural miracle. It was a miracle from God. This is the only thing that God can do. If you have faith like that, I believe God can do anything. This is just how my faith works. I believe that there's nothing impossible for God. So if you pray to God and ask God for weight loss, if you pray for Pray to God and ask him for another nose. If you pray to God and ask him to grow hair on your bald head, God will do it. This is just what I believe. I believe God can do whatever <laughs> according to his will. If we believe God, listen, and sometimes God do things like this to build up our faith. 
Sometimes he allowed these things to happen. I'm tr- trust me. I believe in creative miracles. I and watch this. I also been in a service. I also been in a service where God became a dentist. Someone had a um they their mouth. God became began to fill people's mouth like they have cavities in their mouth. But he became a dentist and filled their mouth, fill the cavity. And I seen where they had crosses and doves on the in the back of their mouth, on the tooth. And God did it right in the service. God did it. We talking about a creative miracle. God is a God of miracles and signs and wonders, and he would do this. God can do it. I've seen him do it. Hallelujah. So listen, I just want us to stay in a posture of um, trusting God, trusting who God created you. No longer, listen, this is not a season where you should no longer be insecure about who you are. People have called you ugly. People have called you fat. People have called you skinny. People have called, said you had a big nose, big feet, big head, whatever they may have called you. But guess what? God said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God said, I love you. He sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins. And while we are so consumed about what people think, because at the end of the day, watch this. People don't have a heaven or hell to put us in. And we are not going to have to stand before people at the end of the day. This world is only temporal. If Jesus came here unattractive and then we look at the mirror and we see that we are unattractive, we need to change the way that we view ourselves. We need to view ourselves. And look, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am attractive. I am confident in what God, who God, the skin that God put me in. I'm grateful, God, for who you created me, me to be because you didn't create no clone. You didn't create anyone like me. And God, you thought great things about me when you made me because no one can be me better than me. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful, God, that you chose me for such a time as this. And you created only one me. And I must be the perfect me that you called me to be. And the only way that I could be this is if I give my life completely to you. And if I yield my life to the Holy Spirit and watch the Holy Spirit will lead me in all truth. Here it is. And I won't feel down. I won't feel depressed because a lot of times the enemy throw this throw this our way because he wants us to be distracted. Distracted on the purpose, distracted on the destiny, distracted on the will that God has for our life. God wants us to fulfill his will, no matter our stature, no matter what it is. Paul, even Paul, he had a bald head, <laughs> but he wrote most of the Old New Testament. Moses, he had a stuttering problem. He did. But Moses, one of the greatest prophets in the Bible. Moses, listen. So many people had issues in the Bible. I mean, the list can go goes on and on. Um, I can go down the list. But however, God still uses his people. God loves us. No matter what stature, no matter your appearance, no matter your uh, status, no matter who you are or what you have or what you don't have, God can still use you. So. Don't allow this to be an insecurity. And a lot of times we become insecure because we are not secure in the creator. We are not secured in who God made us to be. And this is when insecurity can come in. Insecurity means that you are insecure. You are not secured. 
When you become confident in God, that's all the security you need. Insecurity won't even have a place in your life once you know who God made you. Once you know that he loves you, once you know that he has great things planned for your life. Because the Bible, listen, you have to learn how to stand on God's word. You have to stand on it, flat footed and be bold. Be bold in what God, who God called you to be. Be bold. Listen, if God spoke someone of your, over your life, it shall come to pass. But you got to believe according to your faith, be it unto you. If you don't believe, it's not going to happen. But when you learn how to release your faith, then God, you give God something to work with. God can work with faith. God doesn't work with fear. Fear, listen, fear and faith is like oil and water. It cannot, it, it doesn't mix. It don't mix. Go and try to put uh, oil in a gas tank and see how far you get down the road. Just try it. Matter of fact, please don't, <laughs> don't try that. Okay, please don't do that. But for real though, if you if you do this, it just doesn't mix. It won't work. So I promise you, God has great things for your life. And don't allow people to um speak down on you. Even when they speak things, you you have the ability to cast it down. You have you don't have to accept it. No, you don't have to accept those things. Because at the end of the day, people are always gonna say things about us. This is just people and a lot of times it's not even them the bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against spiritual wickedness rulers of darkness and in high places this is who the fight is against it be the enemy it's the enemy the enemy comes to distract us the enemy wants us to be discouraged the enemy wants us to be depressed he wants us to be a uh, worry this is this is what he does it's his it's his plan and so we have to understand the wiles and the schemes of the enemy and once you understand the plan of the enemy, then you will understand who God called you to be. And you can stand boldly and firm in it. Yes, you can have confidence. The Bible says, be confident in this one thing that he has, that has begun a good work in you shall perform it into the day of Jesus Christ. He begun a great work in you. So stand on the word. When you learn how to stand on God's promise, then nothing that you go through will be able to cause you to waver. You can't waver, especially in this season. Listen, people, and a lot of times why people are, um, why they talk down on you, they talk about you because they are not confident in who they are. They they are not. They they have insecurity. So misery loves company. Misery always loves company. So you can't allow yourself to be pulled down by crabs. People who don't have vision, people who don't have gold, people don't even know who they are. So why would you allow people that who don't know they are who they are to pull you down and have you going through changes and have you going through emotional roller coasters and having you in um, discouraged and wondering who you truly are because you allow the seed to be planted in you by a devil? Yes, they, they don't truly know. And they want to bring you down. They want to bring you in their company so they can have someone to relate to. They they love it. And so you can't allow yourself to be in that position. You can't allow yourself to be in that space. God, listen, God wants to use you in a mighty way, but he can't use you if you consume with flesh. Flesh, this body, flesh, the things that's not of God. Flesh can't please God. Flesh can't. This is why we have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. The Bible said those that are led by the spirit are the sons of God. 
And the spirit of God is not consumed about flesh. He's not consumed about that. That's temporal. It is. He, he's worried about eternal, eternal things. This is why we must set our affections on things above and not on things on this earth. These things on this earth are going to pass away. At the end of the day, the only thing that's going to last is what we do for Christ. So I just want to tell you, be encouraged. No matter what you may see when you look in the mirror, no matter how you may feel about your stature, no matter how you may feel about your appearance, listen, brush it off and don't even worry about it and be thankful, be grateful for who you are. Be grateful that God didn't cre create no one like you. Can't nobody beat you being you. And that's the problem. People want to be other people. When you're trying to keep up with the Kardashians and keeping up with all these uh, people you see on TV, this is when you get in trouble. <laughs> and then you wasting money, wasting time, going through changes because you are trying to look the part instead of being the part. You're trying to look like something that you're not. Be who God called you to be. That's the perfect. Listen, that's the best thing you can be instead of trying to be something else, because that comes off as being fake. And God don't like fake people. You want to know why? Because that's why the Bible said he rather you be hot or cold. You be lukewarm. He'll spit you out. Lukewarm is fake. That's fake. I'm one way today and one way tomorrow. That's a fake person. God don't like fake people. He don't like hypocrites. That's hypocrisy. You're not being true to who you are. Be true to the game. Be, that's why he said those that worship me must worship me in spirit and truth spirit worship him in the spirit of God and worship him in truth the truth is who you are the truth is who God created you to be the truth is listen I'm comfortable in the skin that God placed me in that's truth truth is yeah I know I may struggle with this I know I may look like this but I'm fearfully and wonderfully made yeah <laughs> and listen I struggle at time with um uh, not always confident in who God called me to be. Yes, I have. Not always confident. And then knowing that, you know, at the end of the day, I had to step back. Look, it's not you. It's the Holy Ghost anyway. Get out of your flesh. And don't worry about what people think. You can't. And don't try to size yourself up to other people that's been in ministry for 30 years and, and size yourself up to people who've been in your position or whatever your job may be, whoever is in your career, that they've been doing it for a long time. Oh, watch this. They may even come in it overnight and excel. Don't even listen. Don't envy. Don't be jealous. Be grateful and congratulate them and congratulate them. Listen, if they if they if you know them, this means they are on your street and the blessings is on the corner. It's on the way because it's in the vicinity. And then you have to learn how to celebrate people's uh, victories. When you learn how to celebrate others' victories, then they'll celebrate your victory. When you learn how to celebrate others' victory, then you will walk in victory. <laughs> yes, because you because you seen what victory looked like because you celebrated others' victory. That's how you will learn how to be humble when your victory comes. Hallelujah. Listen, I truly, I truly love you all. I love you all to life. And I'm truly concerned about um, the heart of God's people. I truly am. And before I get off, I, I just want to pray with you. God, I pray, Heavenly Father, that you watch over 
everyone, oh God, who is listening. And I pray, oh God, that you allow this podcast to go to the breath of this world. And I pray, oh God, that it reach the ears of your people. You said my sheep know my voice and the stranger they will not follow. Lord, I pray. Let this word encourage your sheep. Let this word encourage your people and let them know, God, that you have not forgotten about them. Let them know that you have a great plan for their life and let them know, God, that great is your faithfulness, oh God. And they are fearfully and wonderfully made. No matter, oh God, what people may say about them, no matter the insecurities, the doubts, the fears, the low self-esteem, God, I pray, my, my Lord, now that you release peace upon them and I pray, oh God, give them strength and I pray loud confidence and boldness to come up in them rise up in them let them know God that you have called them for such a time as this and you have great plans over their life and father I pray as you do it now oh God that you will rebuke every spirit of fear every doubt in the name of Jesus and father I lose peace over their minds and father cover from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet in Jesus name listen I pray also that if you have if you have listened to this podcast and you truly don't know if Jesus is your Lord, I want you to make a decision today. Make a decision for Christ. And I promise you, it's the best decision that you will ever make in your whole entire life. Listen, first thing you have to do is come before him. Repent. Repent of all your sins. Let, and ask him to forgive you and allow the Holy Spirit to allow the Holy Spirit come in and cleanse you. And three, walk with him. Follow him. Be a disciple. And I promise you, it'd be the best thing that you have ever did in your life. And I promise your life will go to the next level and he will show you different facets of itself and mysteries and revelations of the word will come uh, unfold. Hallelujah. Listen, until next week, Shalom. Now, if you have made this decision, please reach out to us on our website at rcnormanministries.org or you can email us at rcnormanministries at gmail.com or either on our Facebook or Instagram at RC Norman Ministries. We would love to know about your decision, and we would love to keep you on our prayer list, as well as pray that you would be filled with the most precious gift of the Holy Ghost. We are so excited. This is the best decision that you could have ever made. Now you will live your best life. You thought you had new life, but you have never experienced life like this, and that's why I like to call it Please, please, please subscribe as well as leave us a review. Also leave us a rating, preferably five stars. And also do me a huge favor. Share it with your family or friends. Don't be selfish. Don't hog it all to yourself. Share with them the grace you have received, which is called Renewal.